Hello and welcome to Pure Hope with your host, Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. Hope is the name the angels gave Reverend Gorman. Help open planetary eyes. And that's what we hope to do on Pure Hope. Thank you for joining us. Well, welcome everybody to the Pure Hope Show. We had just a little energetic bleep, which we often do on this program when we have very powerful speakers and helpers here upon this planet. This program is dedicated to the creators of the new world that we are creating right now and who are working together in all the dimensions, from the celestial beings as well as the terrestrials. I would deeply like to thank all of my guests that I've ever had on the Pure Hope Show because... You are those angels and you are those star beings and wizards and alchemists and wisdom keepers and masters who have come here to help our planet survive and also to thrive. Tonight, we have a star being on this planet who has come to talk about frequencies of brilliance. Elisa Logan has been an international teacher of frequencies of brilliance for the last 10 years. She has been committed to this. She has offered and she will soon be offering once again a certification course for anyone to become a practitioner of these powerful, powerful frequencies of brilliance, which is energy work. She does have the ability to lead you and lead all of us into a series of what she calls life-changing initiations. And through these step-by-step processes of initiation, you will become a channel of this cutting-edge healing modality. And tonight, we're going to learn a little bit about why she calls it the cutting-edge healing modality. Elisa has been working directly with the Pleiadians for over 20 years. Her mission, as well as her commitment, I know her personally, she's very committed, to bringing the Pleiadian initiations to others. So during this training that Elise does, uh, it will open you up to your multidimensional grid, which gives you direct access to those frequencies that enables you to begin to work directly working with the relationship with the Pleiadians. So help me welcome Elisa Logan to our program tonight. Elisa, are you on the program right now? I am, and thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Well, thank you. And it is true that every time I have somebody on the program, um, especially, you know, how we know the Pleiadians work is that every once in a while we have just little bleeps every once in a while where there's an, an energy download. So. Yes, well, there is, a, there is a tremendous amount of energy on the planet right now impacting, I think, everyone's lives, <laughs> whether they're consciously well, must, aware of it or not. <laughs> yeah, there must be something going on with all this weather pattern that we have in Minnesota and um, Arizona and California and out the east. I mean, there's just so much energy coming to the planet at this time. So I thank you That's also true. for saying yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, so the first question I want to ask you, Elise, is this. Many people come to me and many people are inquisitive, curious, and they do not know who the Pleiadians are. So do you want to give us some insight of who are the Pleiadians and when you became awakened to knowing that you were a Pleiadian? Absolutely. Um, You know, the Pleiadians, like we are, they're living out their own incarnation. Um, We're living ours here on planet Earth. And their 
from the star system, the Pleiades. And so they're um, coming from a, a higher dimensional realm where there's that unconditional love and um, uh, uh, and their their mission is to support us humans on planet Earth as we transition from our existence that we've known for lifetimes, which is what we call third dimensional, and that's that struggle, that lack, fear-based, um, into that unconditional love that they're currently existing within, which we uh, know as the fourth, fifth dimensional realm. So mm-hmm. that's our relate. That's um, a simple sort of uh, answer as to who the Pleiadians are. They're, they're. I think it suffices is to say is they're here to assist us as humans to transition at this time to work with the energies that we're all experiencing that are here on the planet. And when I first became aware I was a Pleiadian, I was attending um, about five or six of my friends went to a course held by this person known as Christine Day. And I thought that wasn't a coincidence if these five friends of mine that I'm very connected to found something that they found very um, powerful and transforming in a workshop, then I felt I would go to that workshop as well. And when I went to the workshop, um, I just had a total um, recollection of having been a Pleiadian, that this had always been, I knew this work, I had done this work, um, I knew Christine, I'd always known Christine, um, I was aware of my, my, my spaceship, I, you know, I didn't have any, any um, other training, I never went to a workshop, I, you know, I was a Catholic girl from New Jersey, but uh, when I attended this, this uh, program, it just seemed like a natural uh, reconnection. To, hmm. I guess I would say now my family of origin. Mm-hmm. So you didn't have any other workshop that you attended? Was this the very first workshop, like metaphysical yes, workshop? Yes, this was the very first workshop. I was, you know, I was, oh. I, was I, I was living in San Francisco. I was working in a corporate world. I was very happy, very successful. Um, and yet I knew I, my life was going to change when I, it was before I turned 40. And I knew my life was going to change at 40, that there was more to life. And my driving question at that time was, why am I here? Why am I here? And, you know, and uh, that question got answered when I went to the, um, eventually was uh, revealed to me when I began to move more into this work. Hmm. Hmm. That's really interesting that it was your very first workshop because lots of times, you know, how people read a book and then they go to this teacher and that teacher and then they start waking up. So bingo, bango, you woke up. No, first, uh, I was lucky. It was my first shot. And 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 I'm I'm grateful because I've really never gone to any other work, Um, probably because I didn't need to, that this was my work and I just came into it. directly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to ask you about the word ascension as well, just like people are a little bit confused about the Pleiadians mm-hmm. and where they come from and why they're here, that we are seeing the word and my, sometimes overusing the word ascension. 
and underutilizing kind of what that process is or so in your definition what is ascension what does that mean and what is that process so for me the pleiadians are talking a lot right now about that we we're here as human beings and we have um and they're very committed to us having our human experience but they also say that at the same time there's a spiritual aspect to ourselves or a higher aspect and it exists simultaneously it's just right there and they say it's like as if a veil is down and it exists just beyond the veil and for lifetimes we've been living and having the illusion i would say that we are we exist exclusively as human beings and i feel that now the time has come for us to um kind of open our awareness and be aware that we are having this human experience, but simultaneously there's this higher aspect to ourselves, this spiritual aspect that is also existing at this time. And it's, and it's time for us to begin to make a reconnection to that, to that knowing aspect, to that uh, aspect that's connected to that um, self-acceptance, that self-love. And so for me, the, the term ascension is, I relate it to that. I relate it to that I am having my human experience, but there's so much more of me that's available that I can reconnect to, and that's that higher aspect, so I can begin to have a um, a different experience that's being that uh, that can be played out here on planet Earth. Um, mm-hmm. So. And when I thought about the word ascension, that's what came to me, or that concept of ascension, that we're meant to be human, but move beyond that into um, a higher aspect of ourselves and, as, as, and bring that love and that, that unconditional self-acceptance and that, uh, you know, doing away with that judgment and that self-condemnation, bringing that to the human aspect and bringing a different experience to um, what we've been living here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's so much going on right now. So in this process of ascension and process of being Pleiadians and things like that, I think I've asked you the question before is, I know that eventually everyone will ascend, but what what's exactly happening? Maybe this is too big of a question, but well, what is exactly happening on our planet right now? What the uh, heck is happening? I, well, I have no idea, but what I can say is for me, what I, what I sense is that there's a tremendous amount of light coming onto the planet and mm. it's impacting Every all life force it's impacting the planet itself, and this light. When you bring a tremendous amount of light into an area, density is forced to move out. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you see a lot going on on the political front, uh, a lot going on on the planet on um, with the weather patterns, a lot going on in people and in communities, and it's and it's it's. Because if you can look at it and say, oh, there's, there's just so much wrong, but there's actually everything is, is feels like it's right on track. Like the Pleiadians mm-hmm. tell us quite often that all is in hand, 
that we're working with this light, we're, you know, we're, we're, and it's, it's really moving. It's like creating a birthing process. And for us to come into a different way of being here. Mm-hmm. So if you, when you look at things and they seem really chaotic and really a mess and um, like everything isn't going very well, it's, it's not necessarily that's the truth. It's, it's like a, if you look at birth, birth isn't easy. It's not pretty. It's not clean. It's quite messy. And that's kind of what I feel is taking place on planet Earth. Uh, it's 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 because of this magnification of the light, and it's a reflection of our light, and it's it's and that's what I feel is happening on the planet. And it's not easy. It's an extremely intense time, and anything that's buried is getting surfaced because mm-hmm. we're going through like a cleansing process, mm-hmm. and that's the Earth mm-hmm. itself. And it and and you don't have to be on a spiritual path or. Or, or a specific spiritual path. What I love is that there's so much available because there's such a variety of human beings. And something's available for everyone if you just mm. are open up and, and look. It, it resonates with you. You feel like, oh, I can agree with that or I can move with that. And then you do. And, and mm-hmm. in a certain moment, it's like all the circuits are being plugged in and in a certain moment, if the switch gets, you know, you just turn the switch and everything lights up. So if you think of stringing Christmas tree lights out, you're, you're stringing all these lights. They're going everywhere, and there's some pattern you're creating. But until you, and that's what's taking place, I think, with people. We're all being, we're all being positioned and, and, and put in place, and no one's seeing the light. And they're thinking, well, what's going on? This is just a mess of tangled wire. But in, in, a, in actuality, it's a creation taking place, and we're all being positioned to where we need to be with the communities we need to be in, with the groups that we find ourselves within. And then in a certain moment, those lights are going to be plugged in, and, this, and, you, and it's all going to be lit up, and you're going to go, oh. And that's what the Pleiadians mm. say. It's like we're going to be awakened from a dream, and it will be so natural that you won't even necessarily recall that you were asleep. You'd be like, Oh, I, I remember this. This is, this is the way I've always been. And I feel like, so that's, I, I would say is um, kind of my picture of what's taking place on the planet right now. It's we're all doing really well. We're all doing the very best that we can in each moment. It's not an easy time and it's not meant to be an easy time because mm-hmm. We're meant to get, you know, things are are coming up and they're leaving for for good. It's like we're releasing and allowing pieces to go and to melt away, and we're being tremendously supported in allowing that process to happen. Hmm. So, is the light actually? Because I don't even know, Elise. That is the light coming, being assisted, coming from the Pleiadians? Is it coming from a spiritual hierarchy? And the Pleiadians are delivering it right now to the Gaia Ma- Mama uh, Earth. Or no, I would, it's I'd say it's it's a reflection of the light that's that's within humanity. It's, oh, okay. it's a reflection of our own light. You're not oh. the light that's well is your own light. And as we're all waking up, and we are all waking up, that 
is 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 like a, um, a a light bulb going off, which lights up, which which brings a, an, another level of light to the planet. So it's it's our reflection of our own light, your oh. reflection of your, and so it's it's no one's light but your own, and it's no I one's light that. but my own. Yeah, and so as we're becoming more aware, beginning to be reflected out. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So when you call the work that you do um, a cutting edge healing modality, why? cutting edge and how is it you know is it different than reiki is it different than healing touch or other modalities it is it is in a way in that um you know we have a lot of reiki masters come we have a lot of uh doctors we've got you know psychiatrists therapists from other modalities come and and what we have heard you know from everyone is that it brings another level of themselves to their to their work so the reason i would say that that the frequencies of brilliance is a cutting edge is because it works from like a higher dimensional realm than what is currently existing with other modalities it the very first thing you do with frequencies of brilliance is you do what we call a process called a stage one and what that does is works through the heart through the brain and through the rib cage, which is what we have associated with the angelic presence. And so mm. when you work with somebody, the very first thing they receive is a stage one process where it's like you are tuning in a dial on a radio station and you're mm-hmm. getting the best connection. You're tuning that person into their own light for them um. to be active participating in their own healing so it's the the you know the the direction that is a slightly different in that way and that it's one of the principles that it's based on is that we're here to self-heal that doesn't mean that you have to heal all by yourself but you're actively engaged and participate in your healing with this work with the use yeah. of the conscious breath, with the other, you know, with the, the way that this process works. So I, I, that's kind of why I feel it's a cutting edge. It's from a, it's a, from that different perspective of connecting the person to their own light for them to engage in their healing process. Because you have seen, um, like radical healings with this, haven't you? We have, and it's you know, and and the the medical uh, world would say that that's miraculous, um, but the Pleiadians say it's it's that's actually not miraculous. It's it's a result of just working from a different perspective. It's working from a higher dimensional realm. It's working with. Um, you know, the frequencies of the energetic field of the person and working through the heart of the person and engaging mm-hmm. the person. In, it's like a self-empowerment that takes place. So it's, um, yeah, there has, it, it does create dramatic healing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you've taught this pretty much um, in Belgium and France and, and Brazil, I believe. Is those, are those some of the places that you've taught this, it, this work? It, I have, and I, Israel as well I taught, and it's, it's, it's been around the world. It's, um, you know, and there's a study that was recently done in Brazil um, where, so I'm not really good with medical terms, but there was a study done um, with, a statistician, a high-level statistician came to one of our trainings. And so she decided to test the frequencies of brilliance with AIDS patients. And, a, mm. and when you have AIDS, there's an indice that um, is typically the number is between five to 700. And when you are diagnosed with AIDS, the number goes down to single digits. And there's no medication, there's no recipe of, of uh, treatments that ever impacts that number. So she did a study with using uh, practitioners who had just graduated from the stage one training and took a group and, and gave them regular sessions. And what they found was that that number that is typically stays in the lower digits went back up to 500 or, or more. And that, no wow. one had ever seen that or impacted by any other um, process. So as a result of that, um, they've done a huge, uh, this work is hugely um, uh, utilized in Brazil. Uh, it's, but then Brazil is very open to this. In their, in their um, hospitals, they have like energetic paintings and crystals in, the, um, you know, in, the, in their hospital wards, and the nurses move the energetic paintings around to the patients that they feel can benefit from the, from the uh, energies of the paintings. And so they're very open, but because of this woman's study um, and the, and the, the right and the documentation and the write up it received, Belgium now recognizes frequencies of brilliance as a healing modality, which is a lot because they're pretty closed off to, or have been pretty closed off to anything that was not um, the absolutely official. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So why do you think our Western medicine is not, you know, when you, you know, I've sat with you and Christine and we talked about the Brazilian hospitals and places that are so energetically involved and other places that are open. Why, you know, like, why do you think the Western world is still in my observation, I might be wrong, but my is still struggling with this idea of an energetic body that needs to be revealed and brought forth in that Mm -hmm. frequency. Oh, I think it's just a simple, it's just our cultural um, heritage. Uh, you know, the, okay. the Brazilians come from a lot of, you know, magical, um, black magic, but also, uh, you know, a, a very spiritual um, guided um, his, history there. And um, we're from a, the Western is, is more conservative, mm-hmm. um, more fact-based. And also, um, you know, there's a lot of, um uh, issues, a lot of control, a control over what can be prescribed and what can be, uh, there's a, a lot of, uh, the law, you know, lawsuits. And I mean, we have a different cultural background, I think, that keeps us, while it keeps us very restricted, there's always exceptions. You know, you always, there are amazing uh, individuals within Western medicine that are making, you know, doing incredible work. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, 
they tend to be the exception more than the rule, but it's um, uh, there's a lot that's happening. There's a lot that's going to be awakening, I believe, in Western medicine as well. Because um, they're, they're I, I, you know, I, I feel like they're also open, going to become open to there's got to be another way of looking at this or there's got to be another way of doing this. But it's breaking down the the control, the controlling elements there for them to be allowed mm-hmm. some freedom hmm. to explore. Because you actually, you're actually teaching doctors and nurses this in Brazil, aren't you? Or you have? Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and wow. they absolutely bring it to their practice and have incredible success. And it wow. and it works on the emotional body as well. It's like you know the number of um, therapists I've talked with after their training that they'll continue providing therapy, but only with patients that agree that every fourth or fifth session they receive a frequency session because it has to go, they feel that it's, it's just accelerates the whole process and they're not willing, you know, so they, they, it's works with many modalities to enhance Hmm. the healing potential. Hmm. Hmm. That's very interesting. So, Tell us a little bit more for people who might be like, wow, as they're getting an energy download through you right now and through the Pleiadians and they're listening to this conversation. Can you tell them a little bit more about the course and what you provide for them as they become certified? Okay. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's a, you know, there's, it's a 13 day residential living course. There's 12 days of initiation and, and midway, about the midway point, you have a day off to uh, have a moment before we continue on. Um, it's, you're taken through really a step-by-step process of initiations each day, and you're moved into, it's like a building in the learning and building in the receiving the levels of the um, the different dimensional realms. The Pleiadians are strongly involved. They um, they set up a grid, an energetic mm-hmm. grid. And if you it's you know what's an energetic grid? If you you think of a um, an energetic structure that's really precise. The Pleiadians are very precise, and so they set that up through uh, tables. Uh, that are set up that we work on in, in a circle that it almost like sets up a womb, an energetic womb for you mm. to be able to receive the initiations, to open up into the, there's an incredible amount of love that's present through the teachings. And there's an incredible, uh, transformation process that you go through on a physical level, on a cellular level, and it allows for a full integration for you to be able to receive everything that's available and then be able to integrate it through you as the energies build. And on the grid also, it's not just the Pleiadians that can come through. It's the angelic realms, the masters, the light beings, there's a tremendous amount of support for everyone that's present for them to be able to receive the, the, the initiations because you're working through 
the um, each of the doorways that mm-hmm. are available for you to bring a, a, a healing to somebody. So there's over 240 doorways in the in the physical body, I believe, some some uh, somewhere in that number. So you go through a complete opening through your uh, physical, your energetic, your uh, you know spiritual uh, self over the course of the 12 days. So it's 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 um, com- absolutely transformational. Whether you become a you know you become a practitioner at the end of this program, but not everyone that comes to the training ends up being a practitioner. Many uh, people uh-huh. uh, go on to do what they were doing, whether it's in business, whether it's in uh, it maybe the medical or the um, engineer, whatever the case. But they find it makes them uh, able to engage in their life in a, in a completely different way. So they come for, it's for a personal reason that they attend the program, not to work with others. Hmm. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's interesting. That's, I mean, when I first did the training, I was a manager in, um, I worked with Federal Express. I was a manager with that company. And when I first attended the training, I thought, well, I don't want to work with people. You know, I, I, I'm not interested in that. I, but I am interested in this training. And my experience was that uh, it's hard to put into words exactly how you're transformed through this process mm-hmm. of going through all of these openings. And um, when, when I completed my training, I was called into a meeting with a, with a very um, uh, uh, challenging employee. And uh, her manager called me in to be a part of a process of discipline, of accountability, of uh, additional training due to a a number of customer complaints. And before this training, that meeting would have gone an hour and a half. It would have been very challenging. There was a lot of back and forth. It would have, it would have been just a, you know, uh, I don't know if there would have been any resolution uh, other than maybe a termination. But after this training, I went into the meeting, and within 20 minutes, I walked out. With mm. I just went in. I realized afterwards my heart was completely open. I went in. I met them, and they could feel a complete difference in me. I, w- I absolutely ex- was, I guess, in a state of unconditional acceptance of the situation, a willingness to listen and to a commitment to assisting them, to helping them, that understanding Mm. that they weren't happy with what had taken place, that they weren't satisfied with their performance, that they, you know, whatever, what took place within 20 minutes was was an absolute, like, breakdown on their part saying, I really, I really was wrong. I, 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 taking full responsibility, saying yes, I would love additional training to to learn how to do this differently. I, you know, I'm, I'm committing to these steps and to this outline you've provided for me, and I really appreciate all you're offering me. And we both, I mean, I looked at the other manager, and she looked at me like, how did this take place? But I knew it was just simply from the changes I had gone through. I had brought mm-hmm. something different. It's hard to describe, like, 
everyone has a different experience of how their lives change, of how their families meet them different, how their employees or, or employers say that you've, something's changed, you've changed. What have you been doing? Because we can see it, we can feel it, we want to know. Huh. And that's huh. a part of it. And other people come because they absolutely want to be a practitioner. They have family members, they have communities, they have situations that are very um, personal to them and they want to come and they want to learn how they can do something to help someone because there's no, no, no answers in Western medicine. They've tried everything. So for many, they come because it's a last resort. They want to know what they can do to bring some level of healing to someone very important to them in their lives. Mm-hmm. That's what I have seen and recognized within you, Elise, and Christine certainly as well. But because someone asked me as I was preparing for the program tonight, and sometimes I have the jitters and stuff like that. And I said, no, Elise is, you know, she's authentic. She's real. There's no... Uh, like I'm unique and special and ta da 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 da, and I love that about you because but I I but I, I certainly don't want to judge but you are and like even Christine you know the both of you you present yourself as these loving radiating frequencies of white light that are just here to emanate and radiate love. And, you know, um, there's just so much love in this work, um, Janice, and I know you've experienced it and you feel it. There's, absolutely. It's the Adian Spring. It's, it's, it's a heart work. It's the very first thing you do is connect through your heart. The very first thing you bring to your, the very first work you do on anyone that you bring this work to is you start with their heart to get that open, to be, have that begin receiving and it, it, it's really, a, a, there's a tremendous amount of love that comes through um, because really that's all there is, is that love. It is, it is, because I was just, you know, paging kind of this metaphysical magazine and um, other magazines, and I was talking to one of my um, beautiful young women that work here at the center. And I said, you know, sometimes when people see all of these other, I know that everybody's at a different spot, but I think that sometimes people find it confusing of where do I go? Who am I? Do I do this? Do I do that? Do I do this? Do I do that? And so I have, I have met and talked to a lot of healing practitioners and very astute authors around the world. And um, so there's like a fragrance of perfume that comes out of both you <laughs> and Christine. And that's how I know it's the Pleiadians. Cause I think I just told the story the other day that I was on this panel once and they were talking about, well, what is your superpowers and what is your superpowers and what is your superpowers? And I was the last one to speak. And I said, um, I think my superpower is that I just love. (laughs) (laughs) And they all got played. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because that's everything. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. You know, and it's, you know, and when there, and there really doesn't have to be that confusion that you talked about. I mean, there's, there's certainly a tremendous amount available on the planet and there's a lot of choices, but the heart, 
it's such a simple and direct uh, place for you to go for your answers. You know, if you just put your hands on your heart and you have something that you're considering and you go from your head where you're making this consideration, maybe you've done this uh, investigation or exploration and you have all the information. So you go from your head and you go down to your heart and you just place your hands on your heart. You feel the pressure of your hand, the warmth. Just take a moment for that connection to come in. And then you just hold that idea there in your heart. And it's either going to get stronger and stronger and it's going to start to expand and you can feel it move through your heart and through your body and you're like, wow, I really get a response from this. Or it's going to get weaker. It's going to get weaker and weaker and it's almost going to disappear. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, yeah. it's that simple to utilize. You know, you, we do need our brains and our, to kind of get the information. But once you have it, then the heart's there for you to take your next steps and mm-hmm. to decide, is this, does this resonate? Uh, you know, and your mind will give you a million reasons why you should or shouldn't do something. Be good for mm-hmm. your resume. All your friends are doing this. Your mother would be very proud of you. Or why not to do certain things because no one will understand you. Everyone will think you're crazy. You're joining a, you know, a, a, you're joining the other side, it, but the heart always will place you where you're supposed to be. And it doesn't have to make sense. And you don't even understand, have to understand why you're taking that step. It just is the rightness of the heart knowing that this is what I'm, what, this is what I'm allowing to be my guide. And this is what I'm going to allow to uh, direct me to where I'm supposed to go. So have the Pleiadians given you not only this mission, but has given you the initiations of this coursework that you're teaching? Yes. The Pleiadians, you know, you, 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 and Christine, I studied very hard under Christine who channeled this work through many years ago. Um, And you are initiated through the Pleiadians, and the uh, you go through, you everyone bring you know there's a number of teachers with this work. Um, I'm currently the only one, interestingly enough, teaching this work in English. Um, huh. uh, most of the most of the courses are at this time are being offered in Brazil, and so they're taught uh, in Portuguese. But the um, as you go through this process. With the Pleiadians, you begin to develop your own relationship with them. And mm. towards, you know, and as you um, move through the, in the uh, program, you actually, um, at the end of it, you are presented with your own team of Pleiadians for you to oh. and to continue to work with the frequencies of brilliance. They're there to uh, help you, to uh, assist you in uh, your your further integration and alignment. If you, um, you know, you can do this work, there's sort of a recipe. If you make a mistake, they they, um, correct the frequencies. So you, you can really relax and know that you're 
absolutely support it. And that's probably one of the most profound things that people who take this program come away with is that sense of a team that they haven't experienced before with any other work or anything oh. that they've really done in their lives. It's a very special huh. and powerful uh, part of the initiation process that takes place. Wow. Wow, I didn't know that piece of it, that you kind of get your own team and counsel with the Pleiadians then. Yes. yes, because it, cause through the whole process, you're working hand-in-hand hand with them. And, um, and so the relationship develops over the course of the days as the initiations move into the higher dimensional realms and they build upon each other and build upon each other. You move into a space where you're in that um, unconditional love um, and are able to open up and to receive your, your team. And not hmm. only do you, are you, you know, initiated into that space, but you actually anchor there. And so when you work with work moving forward, or if you, work with the processes that you're, you know, given to go home and, and continue with, you you are able to hold that space for others because it becomes something that that you are so aligned within that you actually carry that frequency of love. Wow. Hmm. Hmm. That's really interesting. That's really interesting. So is it mainly do you think that Pleiadians that have reincarnated in their human form is it mainly, you know, when the Pleiadian says we are the ones that we've been waiting for, is it mainly Pleiadians, do you think, who become the practitioners? <laughs> well, that's a very interesting quote. No, actually, many people who come to do these initiations, because, um, well, let me go back to your quote. The Pleiadians actually say you are the one that you have been waiting for. Oh. And what they mean by that is that, <laughs> every, you know, for lifetimes we've been waiting for someone to come and rescue us, you know, whether it's yeah. Jesus or, you know, a, a doctor or someone, please come and help me and, and rescue me. And I don't want, you know, I don't I just just take over. That's the, you know, the the old process of just meditating and being very passively um, waiting for something to happen. Um and the Pleiadians say, actually, it's you that you've been waiting for, that you are mm-hmm. the one when you move into that connection with that sacred aspect of yourself and you become aware of the incredible light that you are and the, and the, and, and the amount of love that you're capable of and that, you, that resides within you, that you discover that you are who you've been waiting for. Yeah, Thank you for saying that because that's exactly how I felt when you and Christine, after our audience, as you're listening, I had um, this big event happen to my hands where a tea torch had severely caused uh, third-dimensional, third-degree burns (laughs) on both of my hands, and both you and Christine Mm -hmm. had helped me, and you know, when you say that, the way that you've said that, that you are who you have been waiting for, mm-hmm. um, that is because right now I've got tears coming up and I've been looking for myself for a very long time. 
And we yeah. do our, we are kind of raised to think that it's someone out there who can do it mm-hmm. for us. And um, that's what the, when you were doing the frequencies on me, that's what I felt when I was on the table is that, oh my God, this is my light. This isn't their light. This is my mm-hmm. light. My light, my light, my light. Yeah. 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 And that's key. And, you know, we've, you know, we've, many of us have had, you know, it's, you're, you're almost brainwashed to feel that it's being done to you. And that's that, uh, that being a victim that plays out in a different way. It's being done to you and it's someone else's light coming to you. And it's, 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 but it's, it's it's really the I am energy yeah. of the Pleiadians. It's like I am this light. I am the love. It's it's and that's why the work is so is is you know the premise of it is that self empowerment. It's claiming <sighs> back who you are. It's claiming back your body. Some yeah. of us have lost asset access to parts of our body. It's claiming back our creation. Claiming that this is my life and I have created this. I have co-created this life. And claiming back who, you know, what we, who we are and what we've brought. You know, we haven't been victims and we haven't victimized others. You know, we've played our role. And it puts it in perspective. It's like, you know, the Palladians say it's almost like we're on a stage. Life is this big stage and we are in the lead role. And everyone else in our life in our life is on this stage. We've written them in, we've written them out. And they ask every once in a while, do an assessment. Who's on your stage? Are they supporting you? Are they loving you? Are they uh, what role are they playing? And if they're and if they're not, then why are they still in your on your stage? Why are hmm. they still why are you still allowing them to play out? Because you're the creator. And each of yeah. us is the lead role in our production. Wow. We're co-creating this. We're, we're, you know, and that's empowering when you realize that. You know, it's like, no, no, I didn't create this relationship or I didn't create this situation at work or this physical condition I have. To, it's here. It's here for you. Everything that we yeah. have is here for us, for us to learn from, for us to grow from, for us to have any reaction we want to have. You can reject yeah. it. You know, it's for you to be all that you are. It's like they, they, we say, bring your full production. Bring wow. everything. This is, what we, this is what we're here to witness and to celebrate. And, we're, and you know what? We're all doing the very best that we can. Mm-hmm. Every moment, mm-hmm. there's not one person that says, "Oh, I could be doing better with my, with my, you know, with my, with my family, or with my situation, or with my body." We're doing the best that we can, and we're human, and we're really allowed to have this human experience. And part of connecting to that spiritual side is bringing that self-acceptance, is bringing wow. that uh, understanding and that love. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's that's healing. That's that's yes. that's our awakening right there. That's our awakening right there. Yes, yes, that makes so much sense to me because 
when you said that we're sort of kind of brainwashed into thinking someone is infusing light into us or but if you know that you are the one you've been waiting for and you have that ding 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 moment that I am the light I am that I am that I am to me that's mm-hmm. the totality of healing so if someone in my humble understanding, came in, let's say, with pancreatic cancer or or um, heart disease or that, that, that frequency of brilliance then of when it goes ding, 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 infuses all of the cells. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And in that one moment, everything changes. It yeah. just takes that one moment. For everything yes. to change right through the whole system. Yes. Yes. Well, how and do you teach people? That. How do you teach people to? And uh, maybe you don't. How do you, how do people allow or surrender to the marvelous frequencies and brilliance of light that's within them? Do you t- the Pleiadians help that? Help people allow them to At, surrender uh, to that? <laughs> Absolutely, the Pleiadians help. But but it, it, what happens is you have a direct experience. Okay, yes. yeah. And that bypasses yes. the mind. And then what often happens is you have that direct experience, and it just takes one moment, and everything changes. And then you have that direct experience. And then being human beings, you come you come away from that direct experience where you know you felt the frequencies and you felt something and then being human you can step away from that and begin to negate it or diminish it or hear someone else's experience and theirs was much better than yours so that means your experience was really yeah. nothing <laughs> Like, wow, they had that. I just had this. So my experience was really nothing. But it doesn't matter because everything has already changed in that moment. And what you can do is you bring yourself to the next experience. And if you have enough of those moments and you stay in your heart to, to, when you, you know, if you have enough of those moments, they accumulate. That's the good news. Once they've happened, they're there forever. They don't go away. So they are always within your system, that, that, that change that's taken place. And the next one builds on the last one, and the next one builds on the, the one before that, and it begins to accumulate. Then at a certain moment, when you hear that voice say, oh, it didn't matter, it wasn't that much, or that other person was so much more than mine, you learn to just bring your hands to your chest and come back into your heart hmm. and go back into that moment where you did have that experience and you feel the truth of it. Hmm. And the heart is where the, is, is only truth. And so hmm. you begin to work with your mind in a different way. You say, oh, I hear you. I know that voice. I'm not going to listen to that right now because I just, I'm choosing to just come into my heart and I'm, choosing to meet the truth of this experience. Mm. 
and mm. things begin to change from that because you mm. begin to just move forward with truth as much as you can. And then guess what? We're human. And, you, you know, the very next moment yeah. you can go right back to, oh, my God, I haven't changed at all. I'm still the same. And that's okay, too, because mm-hmm. it's all – we're allowed to have our suffering. We're allowed to have our separation. We're allowed to have our, our humanness as much as we need to. Mm-hmm. We're not meant to be perfect <laughs> in this journey. Mm-hmm. And by, you know, the bleeding say we're perfectly imperfect, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Why 13 weeks? I know that when I asked you, can you teach this here at the Hope Interface Center, and you said, you know, they have to stay at the facility. Okay. It's 13 days. Oh, 13 days. That's right. Yes. The reason that you you need this residential stay where all your meals are taken care of, everything, you know, you you stay in this one place is because, you go through such an initiation process, such a transformation that you're completely opened up, almost turned inside out, Wow! that there's a womb that's created for you that we talked about earlier, where you're in this space, this dimensional space that's been created like a net is thrown over the place so that you're supported, so that you can allow yourself to really let go, you leave your third dimensional world behind as much as you can because we all have a life. But you just allow yourself to allow the unraveling and the space holds you in that process. So you kind of go through a fire to the other side. And by the time the program complete, you're fully integrated, the the initiations are fully anchored through your systems so that you can move back and re-enter your life in the world. Completely changed, but sort of anchored in and integrated fully for you to be able to go out and um, move on, move on with, with your life. Yeah, because it's even supportive. as you're talking about all this, there's something going on with <laughs> there's something going on within me. I feel like I'm energetically, I don't know, something's going on, Elise. When <laughs> when you talk, so well, so you're a lot of frequency, and you've gone through, uh, Janice. You've gone through, in, you know, incredible transformative processes with your hands, with with mm-hmm. you know, life experiences. So you know what that's like to be go through a huge opening and and the and and you also the the space that you've created at your center is a testimony to that as well where it's this you know you walk in and you can feel this energetic setting that's set up to hold the community there to be able mm-hmm. to do the work that that you're you are doing there, so it's it's similar in it, but it's 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 you know the time goes really quickly. It's it's I over bet. in a blink of an eye, 
and um, wow. you you know you so you can see where you would kind of need to be put in a little capsule to it's like a, a cocoon of a butterfly lots going yeah. on in that little cocoon but outcomes uh, you know when it's complete there's your butterfly yep yep that that to me that makes sense the reason why the Pleiadians had asked to have a stay over for 13 days and you don't exert yeah. any energy or yep now everything's taken care of yeah it's like you it's like a clean slate everything is taken care of and you we you know you're just encouraged to really let everything fall away you don't really have to hold on to anything um mm. really because it's a truth that will come back but just to mm. really allow just everything to just it can it can fall away for those few days Mhm. Mhm. Wow. Wow. Um, so, are you the only one there facilitating? And how many people go to a group that you facilitate? I'm how many people do you take the, in? I'm going to. I think we're going to. Uh, we have a, 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 a space that will will take twenty people. Um, okay. I will be the only. I will have someone that will come in to assist me because you're learning um, processes to work on um, on somebody. And so mm-hmm. there's techniques. And each day before we begin uh, the, the table work for that day, um, I will demonstrate on somebody and go over very clearly what the work is, um, how do you do it, where are the positions, on your body, how do you work with them, and and um, uh, and so that's uh, why there will be an assistant with me. Mm-hmm. Also, okay. to support the people that are there, they play a huge role uh, in that process of uh, of participating as well. Mhm, mhm. Are you willing to take a question? I have a question on the Absolutely. board here for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hello, you have a question for Elisa? Hello, you're on the air. We cannot hear you. Can you hear us? Nope. Well, we'll work on that on our side. The brilliancy, the frequencies <laughs> of light are working. <laughs> You know, Joyce, if they want to, they can always uh, write their question in, um, you know, and uh, they can uh, go to uh, the website, christinedayonline.com. Okay. And there's a way to contact. Uh, I answer all those emails. So that would be like a direct email to me. And that's support at christinedayonline.com. Uh, I get those emails uh, and they're for Christine, I pass them on to Christine. But if someone wants to be in touch, they can um, always send an email through that. Mm-hmm. I'll ask any questions mm-hmm. about the program. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so what um, what's going on up at your property, you and Christine, going up there? And I, I get that question a lot. Like, um, what are you doing up there on your property, on your land? Well, it's an amazing uh, what we're doing up there. You know, we, we 
so we, we have a property in Grand Marais, um, Minnesota, which is up uh, on Lake Superior. Um, I, I'll share a little bit about that. When um, Christine was writing her second book, uh, The Palladian Principles for Living, she had about nine days to write the book. And so we went up to Grand Marais, which is one of our favorite places on the planet, into a little cabin in the woods for her to channel through that book, which, which she did, miraculously enough. But the Pleiadians are quite amazing. And um, as we were leaving that property, she said, uh, the Pleiadians are telling me that our house is up here. And I was like, oh, okay. So we, we drove down the mountain, and she's like, go left here, go right there. Um, it's a little bit up here. And there was a for sale sign. So we went on to the property and um, looked at the house. It was it was a disaster, but it was the property was absolutely amazing. You could feel the energy of the place. It was uh, on the it's right on Lake Superior with a with a meadow and a beach, and so we knew we had to buy the house. Which we thought, how are we going to do this? But again, the Pleiadians are amazing in the way they work. We called the bank and. Um, we got the house. Uh, you know, the, the the woman who was selling the house, they had offers and offers, but her, her I think a father was sick, and so she couldn't look at any of the offers until we put in our offer, and I guess it was the best offer. And so uh, we ended up with this house. And um, what the Pleiadians uh, were, were telling uh, Christine um, She's that this we thought this was okay, we'll do some work up here. And they're like, This isn't just some work, this is going to be the main artery for the galactic reentry onto the planet. And we were like, Oh, okay. Um, and then we told friend a friend in Brazil, and he's like, Wow, in the in the I'm going to say this incorrectly, but in the Arcadian records, mm-hmm. um, yeah. He that uh, that our house was on the tail of the dove, and the dove is this imprint of a dove on planet Earth, oh. in which the, in the Mayan uh, calendar there's a, a there's a time in which that that imprint is going to be awakened, which is going to uh, uh, you know accelerate and magnify the awakening of humanity. Yes. And so uh, we, Christine, uh, began this process of creating, mo- going to the different parts of the Dove just coincidentally. We had met this woman in Peace Valley, Arkansas, and she asked us to bring a program there, and that was the heart of the Dove. And then we wow. went somewhere, and this amazing couple, um, the Hoax, and they're in the wing of the Dove. At that point, then we knew we went to somewhere in the Kentucky. That was the other wing of the dove. And the Yucatan is where the head of the dove is. And we just talked with somebody, recently spoke with somebody, and there's a Mayan temple that is just opened up to the public where we're going to go at the end of April, which is, again, connected with the Mayan calendar date, and do the full awakening of the dove. So that's a part of. That's like a side bit of our work in Grand Marais. Yeah. But that's happening. So when we moved up to Grand Marais, we began a process of um, 
activating communication portals. And hmm. we began that with uh, the first communication portal, and then uh, we began, uh, uh, Christine uh, simultaneously had a galactic series one in which she brought a group through that process of activating that communication portal. Then on our land, there was these like 10 to 12 dead pine trees covering an area. We had those removed and that opened up what had been hidden, which was the second communication portal on the land, which has a lot of magical energy and the unicorns and the fairies. And that's an amazing portal. And when we opened that, a Lumerian portal opened up one mile out into Lake in Lake Superior, the Lumerian portal opened up connecting the three, which began to anchor a stargate energy on our meadow. Wow. And then we were directed to begin bringing boulders in the kind of like a stone hedge formation onto that meadow, which was, you know, how that meadow was even positioned to be in that perfect place. Um, and so, that, uh, which began to uh, evolve into the galactic receiving station that exists there now. And so, what we'll be doing in the end of April is going to the Yucatan, activating that imprint of that dove energy onto the planet, which Christine's told will shoot right from the head of the dove straight down through to the tail of the dove, which is our property up in Grand Marais, and then it will be opened to an, another level of awakening. So wow. that's what wow. we're doing on our land in Grand So last summer, for the very first time, we began bringing small groups up to the land. Um, there's an orientation class in which you receive a disc, a silver disc that you wear, that you use to um, move into the different portals and um aligned to those energies and uh, many make reconnections to their family of origin, uh, hmm. which is what we're going to be doing at this time because it's, it's like the Pleiadians say, it's time for us to begin to unearth ourselves. There's no one hmm. on the planet that originally originated on planet Earth. So we have our hmm. families of origin that we're going, we're beginning to reawaken to because we need that reconnection to yes. our families because we need that support. There's a there's like almost like a nurturing element, a love that will feed us mm-hmm. so that mm-hmm. we can continue to do what we're meant to be doing here on this planet. And this mm. planet is essential as our original planets. Um mm. So it's this amazing unfolding process that keeps evolving into uh, more and more levels. There's also, a, 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 in addition to the, the um, orientation weekend where you begin to orientate yourself to what's available on the land, there was a, um, uh, an, a, weekend, a another weekend that was offered, a Stargate weekend, where you learned, you brought uh, your own crystals, and Christine brought you through a process where you learn to activate a stargate and leave that footprint of light on the planet where you feel called to bring it. So a wow. group of people went through that 
and that um, uh, was an incredible process. And people have, wow. have shared incredible stories of where they've been directed to bring these what we call footprints of light to support mm. the planet. And um, so this year again, we'll be offering uh, those those two segments and 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 as well as a third new. Uh, Galactic Receiving Station 2 process for people who have attended those other ones. So it's an amazing wow. process. Everyone comes and uh, that, that came up just said it just was uh, beyond their expectations. You can't, you can't even begin to imagine what to expect from being brought into that space because everyone's experience is, is completely unique. And the, the, yeah. the land transformed. It was like you know, when you have something and it's not utilized, it has a certain uh, potential to it. But when we brought the groups onto the land with each successive weekend, and it was abs- and it was began to be utilized by mm-hmm. these people, like like fulfilling its role, it was amazing. It just it just became something we didn't even recognize after. You wow. know, it was so it was this incredible uh, process for all of us. Wow. Wow, sounds like yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to try to get that. Um, it's Veronica from Colorado has a question. Hello, Veronica. You're on the Pure Hope Show. Hello. Uh, hi, Michelle. Hello, how are you doing? Very good. Do you have a question for Elise? Yes. Okay. Um, the question is that... Um, where, and this is very important. It consists of my it consists of my where to live. We have the landlord here um, that is, he's always been very kind and generous. But some people um, nearby have said a lot of lies. And today he came and threw the trash the trash on the ground. He took the can. And I just want to know if he, if he is um, doing anything. Else, uh, that any, anything else bad against me, or, or, or is it going to turn out good or, or negative? I know it's a good experience, but um, I'm only one person. Yes, but you're you're a very significant person, Veronica. And you are not um, you're not insignificant in this interaction. So, you know. I think you already know the answer to your question, but you don't want to, almost you don't want to claim your power. So what I would, what I would, what I would just suggest to you is just, can you, can you put, you can, you know, you're on the phone, but can you place one hand on your heart? Yes. And just feel that pressure of your hand on your heart and the warmth of your hand on your heart. Okay. Okay, now take a breath. That breath in and out of the mouth. <sighs> yeah, and what's, what's the feeling there? What's the, if you... I'm feeling Yeah. So, feel the fear. And it's going faster. Yeah, so you can trust that. It doesn't have to make sense. 
It doesn't have to make sense or it doesn't even have to be logical. But you can trust the feeling that's in your heart. So take another breath. And what's the feeling there? What's beneath the fear? Um, what I'm what what just came to me is I'm I'm he came to my mind the and he I'm I'm getting a sensation he's he's hurting internally. Hmm. Uh huh. The man is hurting internally. Uh huh. And and my heart slowed down. I, I slow down. Okay. Okay. So you can you can trust your heart and work with that process and feel out where you need to place yourself. And it, and and not only where you need to place yourself, but what you know. How does it serve you to stay, or how does it serve you to leave? Um, and just either. There's no wrong answer. No, there's not. That's that's true because it's just an experience. But work with your heart. Veronica, because that's a tool for you, and you have the you have uh, important role to play. But feel out through your heart what what feels right for you to do. What's even if it doesn't make sense, what's the right place to play to to, to place yourself, or what's What's the right place for you to, to, to be? And use that tool of your heart. Okay, Veronica, you can, can you hear that? What Elise is saying to you through the Pleiadians is that your heart knows the way. Oh, it's Christine D., that's right. Um, the um, I want to want to ask her: Is my over emotion overlapping my heart, or am I clear on that? Is it what I want to be clear on myself? Your heart is a clear space. Your mm. heart is a clear space. You can allow the emotions, mm. and as you connect through your heart, you can allow a clearing to take place, and just allow the emotion to come and work with the conscious breath, and allow the emotions to clear through the heart which allows for more levels of clarity to come in. But it's a, it's like a it's a tool for you to use. Okay. Okay, Veronica. Okay. We hope that that helps you. Yes. And you're not that's, supported. You're <laughs> Yeah, that that's the importance of the work that you're doing, Elise. I mean, that's the importance of this modality actually she's exactly the type of person that could come to your oh anybody who's needs to learn how to work with the heart to not only heal like you said but make some decisions Mm -hmm. about their life 
to make some decisions. It's true. It's it's a it's a it's a tool that's available that everybody has, and it's it's like a uh, almost like a you know the more that you use it, the more that you build it, the yeah. the more that it you know it it becomes uh, available to you. It's 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 something that yeah. uh, everybody has. So where is this class going to take place? When is it and where is it going to be taking place? Well, it's going to be taking place in Farmington, Minnesota at the Mount Olivet Retreat Center, which is a, um, I understand it's a lovely place. And it's um, going to be this April, so April 8th through the 20th um, hmm. in Farmington, Minnesota. And they have all the accommodations, the foods, the um you know everything is is you're you're really taken care of. Wow. And how do they sign up for this event that's happening in April? Um they can go to the website christinedayonline.com and in the okay. store under um frequencies of brilliance there okay. is the program with more information about it. There's um you know, you can make payments or you can, um, uh, you know, there's, it's, it's, we try and support if you're, you know, that anyone who feels that called to be there, that they need to, um, this is their next step. And we're, we're more than um, open to supporting them in being there. Wonderful. And I'm also going first- to be, if, uh, go ahead. Um, is this the first time? Like, I, I didn't know. You, you taught this other places in the state of Minnesota, too, haven't you? Or? It's been taught, it's, I think, about eight, yeah, um, almost eight years ago that it was taught in, in the Minneapolis area. So it's, okay. it's, it's finding a location that offers the environment that we're looking for. Um, it's it, it, it's held it was held in um, Dunrovin, which is in Stillwater, Minnesota. <laughs> There's yeah, lovely yeah. locations. It's just availability and trying to keep it within the vicinity of the airport, so people can travel in and get to the location um, easily. So it's mm-hmm. uh, this this time it's it's at the Mount Olivet Retreat Center, and as I said, I don't think it's been taught in about eight years, and I'm not sure. Um, when it will be offered again. So it's really a unique opportunity. And, you know, um, for those people in the, in the Minneapolis area, um, next, on the March 6th, which I believe is a Wednesday, I'm terrible with dates, but March 6th, um, from 7 to 9 at the Lake Harriet Spiritual Community, which is in Minneapolis, I'm going to be giving a demonstration of the work. So, There is an opportunity for people to come and see a part of the work and have a direct experience because when you're working, when you're doing this work, the frequencies are transmitted out and you actually can can experience the energies if if anyone in your audience is interested in that. That's an opportunity to just have another uh, perspective of of what this process is and whether it resonates with them or not. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is a chance of a lifetime, everyone to, um, 
to move into that. And if you're called to do so, again, Christine and uh, Elise are very willing to answer any of your questions. And you can contact Elise um, and ask her questions about this modality, and she will help you in that. And um, what a wonderful place to do the um, experience, have the experience up at Lake Area, too, in the Minneapolis area. So, yeah. You know, it's a really, it is a, it is a unique opportunity, and it's one that doesn't really come around very often, um, mainly because of, uh, you know, there's, um, there's the work with our land. There's work internationally we're still doing. So it's, it's, um, there's a, there's a lot to be doing, and this just felt that this was the time to bring um, this level of the work the um cert, you know the certification training to the um to this area uh and it's you know it's i it it really is um supportive i feel like especially at this time with the energies that are taking place on the planet with the you know i don't know anybody that isn't impacted by an intensity right now going on in their lives whether within their own personalized or with, within their families or their communities or their country. Um, there's just a lot of um, uh, not knowing or not understanding yeah. kind of what's taking place. Um, yeah. There's a lot of illusion. There's an escalation in fear. And it just seems almost as if there's a multiple... Uh, realities taking place simultaneously more so than ever before and so mm-hmm. it's you know it's you can see that where there's such divides and such splits and you um, and you can watch the news and it reinforces what you believe is taking place and then you can talk to somebody else who watches the news and hears a completely different story and a completely different understanding of what's taking place and you're living in the same existence. So it's for me, it's a perfect expan- ex- example of like there are actually more than one, there's more than one reality taking place. And we are actually capable of choosing and creating our own reality. And there's a tremendous yeah. amount of support here for us to choose to do that from the yeah. spiritual realms, from that that sacred aspect of ourselves that I talked about earlier in the program and from this connection through our heart. It's like our multidimensional heart. By that I mean that anything is possible. There's unlimited potential to experience and to create. And there's a there's an incredible resource of love that's available to us. And so, yeah. you know, this this these these program is is one opportunity to move into expanding and exploring those possibilities and there's others out there i absolutely agree that there's and there's many other ways and means to connect reconnect to that sacred aspect of ourselves and through the heart but if this resonates with anyone then i would strongly uh, welcome them into taking this next step because it's going to um, change their lives 
And sometimes uh, you're just looking for a change and you don't need any more than that than just to say, I'm looking for something. I don't know what it is, but I need to change what's existing right now. And we all have an opportunity to do that really in any moment. If something's not working, we can change that. And so this is one way of doing that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, I, you know, I've had the experience of having you work on me, and I would uh, say that as well. And although there are many modalities, there's something that extremely loving that the Pleiadians bring down to the heart chakra <laughs> and uh, uh, opens us up to our brilliancy within us. And so I would encourage mm-hmm. everyone to contact Elise Logan and um, and have her answer any of your questions. So you can go on her. We will make sure that Elise, we have that on our website of where they can get a hold of you and uh, ask you questions or to sign up for this class that is uh, might not be offered in a long, long time again. Because so. you and Christine, yeah. you're all over the world doing your work. So <laughs> We are. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Well, I thank you. Well, thank you very much. I so appreciated uh, that you were uh, having me on your show and reconnecting. And then I also had the same um, approach to the program. I was, you know, part of me was like, oh, I I could be nervous and I don't know exactly what I'm going to say. And then the bigger part of me was, you're going to be talking to Janice. You'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, we're sisters in the Pleiadian oneness, so. <laughs> exactly, yes. It's yeah, all the oneness. Yeah. You know, it's not just the Pleiadians. It's, uh, it's The oneness is, is more prevalent now than ever before, too. So it's, it's we're all family. Yes, yes, <laughs> that is true. That is true. It's interesting because uh, Mona's in my office, and she just, we just heard about a spaceship or something over the center. So I don't know what you're doing, Elise, but something's happening. <laughs> so give my love to Christine, and hopefully I can I really see the both of you soon. So you take care, yeah. and thank you so very, very much. Thanks, Janice. You are welcome. I thank you all for listening tonight to our program. I always tell you to take the risk to reveal the true you. It's time, it's time, it's And I hope our program tonight helped open your planetary eyes as well as your heart. And no matter how much you've had your childhood or events that have happened to you in your life, today you have within you all the resources and all the skills and all the strengths of character that you have the courage to feel these uh, frequencies of brilliancy that's coming to you. And so I thank you all for listening. I want to make sure that everyone tunes in next month. We are going to have a chat with Deb Schubert from Colorado as well. She's going to be speaking about numerology and how to use that numerology to chart your course. She'll be helping us understand what the numbers say about what is going on at this time. She openly admits that in her own life, she's had a very, very, as we all have, interesting adventure. Deb's life radically changed in her early ni- in the early 90s when she took her first Reiki class and she became a Reiki master. She left her career as a dance teacher at a college-level school and moved to Colorado in her private practice now. She has evolved over time, over years 
beginning with her energy healing and then establish a name that embraces her work called Vital Flow. She also credits her spiritual mentor for her amazing and profound wisdom that comes through her, um, a master who lived in ancient China named Sun Lu Chao. Deb is a numerologist, and she incorporates this invaluable tool into many aspects of her life and work. And so on Tuesday, March 26th at 7 p.m. live, she will be with us as well. I am blessed to know you all. And Elise, I thank you for coming into my life, and I appreciate the work that you are doing. Thank you, and I love you so much. I love you too. Good night, everyone. Have a blessed evening. Thank you for tuning in to Pure Hope by Reverend Janice Hope Gorman. And until next time, remember that true greatness consists in being great in the little things. Be kind. Be gentle. Be loving. Be true.